And we're lied. Live. Hey. And lied. We're, we're lied. We're lid. As well. We're lid. We are lid. We're lit? We're yep. lit. Bam. So so lit. Super yeah. lit. That's Literally what the kids say, right? When they do their their like Ollies and shit, yeah. <laughs> Ollies. Exactly. Who does Ollies anymore? Yeah, it's all about taking your car off a sick ass ramp. That <laughs> yep. I mean that'll be eternal forever. Yep. Very true. <laughs> How have you guys been? How's your week been? Uh, all right. Been pretty nondescript otherwise, I guess. We're getting ready for our charity marathon next week, so uh, starting to like ease off on streaming for a little bit to get ready for that. Got to do some recording tomorrow, which is going to be interesting. Cool. Okay. Let me tell you about Tiger King and okay. the oh, wild, that wild ride. I'm not actually going right, to tell you about it because you guys oh. should watch it at some point and like I, was, I won't do it. I, was say, I won't can do you it. Tell justice. me why literally everyone is talking about this suddenly. Y- yeah, because this looks like just a terrible like dude that likes big cats or whatever from the little trailer thing that plays in Netflix. And what it actually is is the story of a polygamous gay gun-toting hillbilly that runs his own zoo and gets into this weird conspiracy for murder. <laughs> My girlfriend crazy. watched the whole thing. She was pretty into it. It's fucking crazy. And, like, man, the fact that that's all real life, I hate every single person in that thing. Holy shit. They are all <laughs> characters, and they are all fucking terrible. Jesus Christ, that thing. I, like, I don't want to ruin parts of it, but it gets, like, it introduces, the main guy is Joe Exotic, and if you yeah. recognize that name, it's because he was arrested for trying to kill a person um, named Carol. And there's a whole rabbit hole with her as well, involving her first husband years and years ago. And then there's another dude named Doc something or whatever. Bav- I can't remember his name, but Doc he Brown. also... He's bad. No. He also had has like a whole weird like cult of personality thing going on with him. And apparently he was raided by the FBI after filming. There's a little note about that. This thing is fucking weird. <laughs> holy shit. I, apparently. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, also, there's not a whole lot else that I wanted to watch that's new. So it just came at the perfect time where it's just like, oh, this is like a six or seven episode, 40 minutes each episode. This is fine. This is like a five hour sunday thing that we'll dive into um i recommend it but i could understand if you watch a couple episodes and you're like i actually hate this i would totally get that because man there's nothing fun about where that thing goes (laughs) and everybody in it is fucking deplorable holy shit yeah i remember hearing about i remember hearing about joe exotic on last week tonight like months ago yeah like he he brought it up months ago on the show so it was just suddenly weird hearing everyone talk about him like now it's like what the it's, hell happened that brought this up and then i heard about the series and it's just one of those weird things where the people filming him were filming him for other reasons like starting like i think six or seven years ago and they just kept filming up until like he got arrested this year because there was just always something new to catch this fucker doing there was he tried running for office at some point. Like it's crazy what yeah. <laughs> where the shit goes. It's fucking nuts. Um, 
if you've ever heard of Florida Man, where like Florida Man does this and Florida yeah. Man does that, that meme, he is literally Florida Man. It's weird. He is a weird dude, and yeah, that was a fun watch, honestly. They're updating it with a new episode soon, too. They recorded another episode and they're patching it in at some point. Yeah. Weird. Netflix is getting patches now. All right. I guess so, yeah. So, yeah, and it makes sense because every single there's like four or five main people in this story of what's going on, and they all have just like an ongoing suspicious aura about them. I'm sure we're going to hear about every single one of these people like in the next few months or whatever. Like there's always going to be something. It's fucked up. That's been my week. I'm so into it. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Right on. I have a. I rewatched the first Matrix on the weekend. Okay. Oh, how's that hold up? I was going to say, I, I think it holds up pretty well. Um, yeah. The reason we did it is uh, my girlfriend's never seen any of the Matrix movies. Right. Okay. Um, so, and, so you showed her the only one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As, as hard as I tried, she found out that there's more. Ah, uh, damn. wants to watch them. And I, and I, I don't know what they're, to do with that. They're honestly like, not that bad. Well, I think we give them more shit than it's yeah, worth. No, I guess they're... They're just forgettable. Yeah. I don't know, because I definitely remember some parts from two and three that are real bad and super dumb. Oh, no, there's there's plenty. There's plenty of dumb parts of two and three. But like it was all at that point, they were literally like they had finished a story and we're just like, all right, where do we go from here? Like, I guess let's just make it crazier. And like, where do they go with the next one? That's what I'm curious. Yeah. So that's like the big thing with like four coming out. And, you know, everyone's just kind of on a Keanu high. So she was like, sure. oh, man, I really want to see four. Keanu's great. We Let's watch the other ones. And I'm like, we should really only watch the first one. Um, that movie's with her good. enjoying that, she wants to watch the others. So I guess I'll find out firsthand uh, soon enough yeah. how those other two hold up. I um, think there's going to be scenes that will still hold up. But then there's going to yeah. be a lot of stuff like, man, they really just ruined all the good faith they had on that first one. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. what that's how I remember it for the most part. Um, I just remember the freeway and the twins from Reloaded and Revolution. Yeah. I only literally remember like a million um, Agent Smiths and like nothing. Yeah, else. like when I think back, I think of like what parts I remember. There's the huge rave at Zion, right? The weird sexy yeah. there's, rave. There's yep. like the the car chase sequence with the twins, which that's like the one good part. The from freeway two. scene. Yeah, that's like that. That and that's all I can remember from two. And then three, all I can remember is the final battle and like what happens yeah. to Neo. Yeah, that's like pretty that's much. It. And then the um, very, very end with what's his name and the lady in the park. Like, I oh, remember yeah. that. Oh, I had forgotten about that. Yeah. Because I, that, we'll, I was we'll thinking about that. It's like they ended it like so well. Wh- why do they go back to it? Like, how are they going to do this? I'm really curious what they're doing. So we'll see. Well, also with how three ends, how, like and Keanu Reeves is in four. I'm very, I'm confused how that works, but I'm, and I, and, um, yeah. Trinity, right. Carrie Ann Moss, I think is. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That's it was, sweet, it yeah. was awesome seeing those two. Cause it was like, wow, look how young these two <laughs> people look, especially Carrie Ann Moss. Cause I feel like Keanu Reeves just doesn't age anymore. Like sure, he's yeah. baby faced in that one. But once he like grew out his, like the beard and hair, it's like, he just stayed at like 40 that or whatever. Age. Yeah, like he's just locked True. there. Karen Moss looks significantly different than she did in, uh, in the first Matrix. But yeah, I, sure. it still holds up like it's still fine, except the soundtrack. 
that was the thing that stuck out the most. Like, of course, a lot of the special effects is like, wow, this is some pretty bad CGI. And actually, some of the CGI was better than I expected it to be with how old mm-hmm. that movie is. Um, but yeah, some of the uh, some of the soundtrack is just the dumbest, like, 90s ass. Techno. Like, how yeah, dare you talk about techno. Rage and Prodigy like that? How dare you? Oh, Rage is only so the dumb. very end, though. I think there's yeah, bulls on but, parade at some point too, right? Wake no, up and bulls on parade. Wake up uh, is the end of the first is movie. The I think one. bulls on parade yeah. is the second. One. Each each oh, movie maybe. ended with a rage song. Each movie ended with a rage okay. song. The one that stuck out the most. Segment. I don't know what song it was, but it's the scene where they they're coming back to save Morpheus and they're doing the the gunfight in the lobby. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. No, that, that's a famous song. Yeah, that song is. It, is more nineties than anything I could think of. And I, we were just like watching this and going like, what is going on? You would never see this in the last decade. Like it is the craziest, like, like pairing of two things ever. Um, so yeah, the soundtrack definitely stood out as like, this is aging this movie poorly. Um, the rest of it though. Yeah. I think it still holds up. That's still a good movie. A lot of music is called spy break by propeller heads. That sounds like a 90s ass song name in a 90s ass band. Oh, oh yeah, like this song. Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, it, like it totally doesn't fit. <laughs> like it's so weird. Anyway. Um, Matrix is classic cyberpunk. It's just entered that realm. It's always going to be good. Even as dated as it is, that adds to it. Yeah, I had forgotten about like how long into the movie it takes to for them to get into the Matrix. Yeah, because um, <laughs> like a lot of like at least half an hour at the beginning of that movie is like getting Neo out and then like explain and like just being outside of it. And I had yeah. forgotten almost all of the outside of it stuff. Um, yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, like so my girlfriend kept turning to me. She's like, I thought this was like an action movie. This is gross so far with these humans like and I'm like. <laughs> It is an action movie. Like, I remember it as an action movie. I had forgotten how long it takes them to actually get into the Matrix. Um, Because he has to learn how to use his powers and stuff. But even before that, even like before he is like goes down to learn his powers, they spend a lot of time just explaining the world and what happened to the world and stuff, which I I had forgotten. Um, Obviously, because, you know, it's not like the the big exciting stuff. But yeah, all three of those movies got added to Netflix in the last like last week. Uh, which kind oh, of nice. jumped us to do that. Yeah, so we're going to go through that. Cool. Uh, I've also started watching The Twilight Zone, the new, the remake from uh, 2018. Okay, how was that? I think it's 2018. I had kind of watched all of the recap videos that GameSpot made. <laughs> oh, come up. yeah. So I basically know everything, but I never had access uh, to CBS All Access, so I hadn't uh, watched it, and I was always like, man, I really want to watch this, but I'm not going to just you know, pay for a month and try and get through it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Sure. Yeah. But right now they have a promotion where their free trial got extended to be 30 days instead of just like a week. And I was like, I can watch it in 30 days. Let's do that. Um, Sure. So, yeah, I'm going to go through the Twilight Zone and I've only watched the first episode, but I'm enjoying it. But I kind of know I'm going to enjoy it since I know what every episode is. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it's a weird way to watch something for sure. Cool. Um, that's about it. If that's it for everyone else, let's talk about some video games because this is the top down perspective for April 9th. 
Paul, you've been playing the most. Why don't you start us off? All right, Sean Booker. I, Paul Fleck, will tell you. I'm John you, Wheeler! <laughs> will tell you right. what I've been playing. Thank you. <laughs> you. Sorry, you threw me off a little bit. I was about to take a sip from my drink, and then you started. I was like, oh, shit. Um, so it was Resident Evil week. Resident Evil 3 slash Resistance came out. And um, All right. That is a $60 product. They said Resistance was a free pack-in with Resident Evil 3. That is a 20-40 at best split because Resident Evil 3 is not a full-price game. That is a lot of reused assets, and it's extremely short. It's very oh, good, wow. but oh, it, is, okay. it is extremely short. Um, so it is literally Resident Evil 3. It Well, they cut out <laughs> two parts of the original Resident Evil 3 in this. That really? Like two huh. whole... Two whole areas, the clock tower and the park, don't exist at all. Um, so they made a shorter game even shorter. They made a short game shorter, for sure. And uh, they kind of expect you to play through it once, at least, to unlock the, like... I would hope Resi- so. <laughs> the, like, Resident Evil version, like, real version, where, like, zombies change, like, their positions. The way real and- gamers play it? Honestly, like to make it feel more survival horror-y and less action-y because you don't aren't like overpowered as hell. Like the harder difficulty definitely is like you want the challenge of not having enough ammo and having to like dodge zombies and do that sort of thing. Where the even like the hard there's two modes when you start the game. There's like normal and hardcore and hardcore mode is like still a joke, honestly. Um, because this really is kind of more of an action game than it is anything else. And then Nightmare Mode uh, makes it more survival horror-y where you have to ration your stuff and know what to take and when and blah, blah, blah. And then there's an Inferno Mode, which is just like, we're going to fuck you up over and over and over. Everything's just faster, including Nemesis. And it's kind of funny, but not really (laughs) at the same time. Like, just watch a video of Nemesis on Inferno mode. He's hilarious. He just runs around real quick. Like, they sped up the tape or something, and it's just absolutely astonishingly bad. Um, But it's meant to be unfair for people that want a bigger challenge or whatever. It's kind of uh, lazy that way, also, where that's, like, the replayability is um, just making things one shot you and making them really hard to dodge and stuff. I don't know. There's a lot of really lazy things in it. it you can tell that they hadn't really went out like with Resident Evil 2 remake, they really wanted to build that thing from the ground up. Resident Evil 3 seemed kind of like the fans want this. We have enough assets that we could probably push this out in a year, which they did. And uh it feels that way for sure. Resident Evil Resistance, their multiplayer thing, is definitely probably worth like 20 to 30 bucks by itself. So having the two games for the full price is kind of fine. The problem with that game is that matchmaking is terrible, and I'm sure it's going to die very, very quick. People aren't going to be playing that soon, um, which sucks <laughs> because I really quite enjoy that game. That's the uh, asymmetrical 4v1 a game where the survivors are in like a little playhouse basically Evolve, for yeah, ma- I play this kind of um kind of like a little funhouse that a mastermind is like the other player sets up and they set up uh different obstacles like monsters and stuff to try to kill them or take them out before uh they get out or before uh or like push their timer to zero cuz there's a time limit that 
keeps going up based on like whatever things that they accomplish objectives or whatever and there it's usually like find the pieces to open the door and then another one is like find the security zombie with the card and then use that card to like take down these security locks and then the final one is usually just destroyed the like uh bioweapon tanks and then escape uh i don't know it's hard to talk about unless you've seen it it's kind of like the mastermind game is kind of like a card game that you go jump between the cameras and then you have to use like your economy to play cards that spawn different creatures and you can take over the creatures to like attack them yourself or like set up little turrets or traps or whatever so that's kind of cool the problem is is it takes half an hour to get a fucking game kind of against like other players yeah it's like a super original idea and it's really cool but it takes like fucking 20 minutes to find a game um so I've been just trying to get my mastermind ranked up at night when I'm watching like YouTube or streams and just having it like look for a game in the background while I'm doing other stuff. And that sucks because I would really like to just be able to play it. Um, But finding a survivor game takes about one to five minutes, depending the time of day you're playing, which isn't too, too bad. But the fact that this is only a week old and it can take up to five minutes to find a game as like, the survivors is pretty terrible. This thing's probably going to die, and that's really too bad. Basically, is well, I doubt any at. Resident Evil fans are are picking up three to play the multiplayer. Well, this is the problem: is that you can't buy them separately. So even like if I had friends that sat, are like, this sounds like a kind of cool thing, you would have to buy a sixty dollar product that you're not going to play for this quote unquote free pack in or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. So that kind of sucks. That's why it's going to die, basically. But whatever. Um, I had my time with both games so far, and I've been enjoying it. I would just wish I could get games quicker in Resistance. Back to three for a sec, though. Um, yeah. And I may have missed it when I stepped away for a second. Are you liking it? Because it seems people are kind of yeah. down on it. Yeah, no, it's very, very good. It's just okay. very, very short. You have to consider this as like a $30 game with another $30 game packed in because for like a $60 product it's rough like if you don't like resistance that's a hard buy and that's a thing you should wait for a sale for for how would you like how would you like compare it though if if you're looking at kind of the the last few that have come out that have been like bangers what with like seven then two this is three would this be the lowest it just this is definitely the lowest because it feels like it wasn't like a project they wanted to plan for to begin with. It seems like something that they tacked on, like an expansion or something. Right. Yeah, that was another sentiment I kind of heard was um, kind of the with the quick. I don't want to say quick turnaround, but the short time between two coming out, like less than a year ago, basically, or I guess just over a year because that was February, right? That was last year, yeah, the end of January or beginning of I wonder if they kind of, like, tried to fast-track this. They did. They definitely did. Yeah, they 100% did. So one whole part is, like, the RPD, which makes sense because that's the same as originally. And, like, that's one of the, like, main parts of that. Uh, So they didn't have to redo any assets there. All of the zombie models are the exact same from 2. So they didn't have to redo any enemy models there. They did do some new enemies that, like, were only in three, and that's fine. But, like, one of those 
enemies is only in one part of the game. They're like, it just really feels like a project that maybe when they went gold on remake, they were or RE2 uh, remake. They were like, I wonder how much of this other thing we could like do. And then they were just like, holy shit, we got like half of this other game done. Basically, let's keep working. You think it was just an experiment that they just kind of turned into a product, basically? I think so. Or like maybe they had maybe when they did it, they were like, we could probably do this. And they pushed for it. And like it was a little bit planned. But it definitely wasn't the type of planning that went into uh, Resident Evil 2 remake where I'm sure there were a lot of meetings and like shareholder stuff or whatever. I'm sure this was like a, hey, we have some extra money. Why don't we make a push for this? And like I'll call up the shareholders and they're like, yeah, that sounds good or whatever. Like, I mean, my guess would probably be like, you know, they, they have they're having talks about remaking everything because I'm sure every single company is. Sure. They went with two. Right. And then when they saw that success, they're like, oh. Let, we need to capitalize on this right now while the, you know, fire's hot. Sure. Let's try and get exactly what we did before. We'll try and hit the same release date. Like, let's just try and get two of these. Sure. Let's do it again. Um, yeah. And, like, they have openly, they had a survey out a few days ago that was literally, hey, do you want to see more remakes or should we do Resident Evil 8? Vote now. And, like, there was, like, the option to remake, like, four five one or resident evil eight like release eight you know Um, what i bet they're going to do all of them yeah probably before i die well yeah probably that's fair (laughs) regardless of what you voted on i bet you're getting them all yeah i'm sure and two again i bet two is gonna happen again so i think like a big thing with this game is if they are going to do well even if they don't redo four they did tie in the idea of like how four could exist a little bit better. Like they retroactively no, they knew where the story went, obviously, because this is a remake and they were able to tie in little things like they talked about Umbrella Europe in this at some point. So now we know that Umbrella isn't just an American c- company in Raccoon City. They st- kind of opened it up a little more globally. They talked about the use of parasites, which directly ties into what uh, four and five are and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so they do their best to like make a lore sort of thing, like kind of tie some ends in here. And I think this is, they wanted to like ease into the transition of Resident Evil becoming an action focus game, which it kind of does anyway. And it always kind of did at three. And this game is like 100% action. It is off the wall, like kind of crazy in some parts, but not as much as like it gets obviously because Jesus Christ, it gets fucking weird, that series. Um, so, like, as a, as a like, non-Resident Evil fan, or, you know, just someone who hasn't really, like, played them, I'm standing on the outside, this just sounds like a disappointment. All this the isn't made for me. It isn't made for you. Well, no, so, I mean, like, my point here is, like, you know, kind of seeing the list of, like, yeah. you know, they rushed it, they cut stuff, they reused things, that, to me, just kind of sounds boilerplate, like a disappointment. Kind of so lazy. What are you what are you getting out of it? And then as a kind of a sub question, how much do you think is just nostalgia slash your love of Resident Evil fueling this? It's all nostalgia. Why would it be anything else? This was made for me. This was made for people like me that are okay paying $60 to see how they retell this story and do certain points again. This isn't made for you, for like people that are on the outside that don't care. 
Well, Resident I mean, Evil I'm, 2 Remake is a little bit for you. This isn't. That's just the way it is. This is for people that like are willing to spend that money for like a But that's kind of a thing. crazy that's kind of a crazy thing to say though considering they're trying to get people back in the series, right? Right. Yeah, I'm like, making the assumption just widespread across games for the most part people are always trying to get new audience in there. Sure. Yeah. Um So like so I I would actually make the argument that at some point it is kind of for me as well. Like I'm sure they're trying to get, get both, right? They want both of our $60. Sure, but what so. I'm saying is as a consumer, <clears throat> I don't know why you would buy this if you didn't care about 2, just even as a starting point. And even if you're like kind of into 2, I still kind of don't know why you would buy this product unless you were really into seeing how they redid 3. I think a lot of people bought this game to like get into 3 when this seemed like a product that's like, no, you have to have somewhat cared and seen how they did some things because it's too short otherwise. Like... Okay, if you're just yeah, an outsider, that, this isn't worth your time and money. And I'm not going to pretend it is. It isn't. Right on. Yeah. Wait for a that's, sale. That's kind of what it. Yeah, that's kind of what it is sounding like. Because. Yep. All right. It, it, it almost seems like it. You know, th- I think the their best scenario is like people. They, someone heard so much about two. Well, they kind of missed the boat on two. Maybe I'll just jump on this next one. That's a Sounds that's like, a disappointment go, waiting to happen. Just go, that's yeah, no just good. go back and play two. <laughs> yeah. Go back mm-hmm. and play two first. And then if you're into it. Maybe consider it. Just know that you like. So my first time through this, I spent five and a half hours and I was looking at everything and dying quite a bit. Like it's very short. <laughs> the to get an S rank, the the like qualifications are to beat it under an hour and a half on like every difficulty. And you can easily do that. Damn. Yeah, not to so. get super into it since it was just like super rumored, but it's the same topic. Did you guys see the Resident Evil Eight kind of rumor stuff? The, from the like last werewolf week? stuff or whatever. Yeah, did you guys read that? The village thing. Yeah. Oh, the village just, thing. Yeah. Well, it was the kind of the same thing. There was like a list of some rumors. Do you guys have any thoughts you wanted to share on those? Not until it's confirmed. That rumor's been going around for like six months now. Like, that's been okay. out for a long time. So, not until Capcom actually says something. Paul, I got but, a question for you. Yeah. Uh, as someone who loves the classic Resident Evil series, but never beat 3, or never played yeah. through 3, is it worth my time to play Remake 3? So, it's weird because I know you don't like, like, you have so many games in your ba- backlog, you could get this done in a day. If that's, like, yeah. anything that you want to think about that is just, like... It's good. It's a very, very good game, and it's not going to waste your time at all. So there is that. Okay. <laughs> so for you specifically, it's, I would think that might be a plus. Um, okay. Well, it also you, sounds like, did you play through 2 last year? I never played through Remake 2, but I played through the original. Oh, well, maybe you should play Remake 2. It sounds like that's just a better game if you're going to do some Resident Evil time. If you're going to have yourself a Resident Evil Saturday trademark, sounds like 2 Remake is the, is the way to go. So the length yeah, of um, like, this game is a little bit shorter than the length of one of the campaigns in Resident Evil 2 Remake for just like a kind okay. of idea. Uh, that's why they want you to play through it twice and why it has kind of like that old PlayStation arranged type mode where the harder difficulty changes where monsters are and items and stuff like that. So kind of, they kind of try to give you a double experience, but... They don't. It doesn't quite <laughs> land. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. I so all that being said, this is like that was people listening to this that don't know if they want it or not. This game, the game's fucking awesome. I really, really like it. Like I enjoyed my time with it. I thought all of the cutscenes and stuff were very cool. I thought Nemesis just being there all the fucking time, like right from the very beginning, is fucking cool. Um, the way they kind of like did some of the weird enemies that three tried and like how they made them make sense in this was fucking weird. Like the gamma hunters and the sewers were fucking gross and like unsettling the first time you see them. Nemesis is a motherfucker to fight every time, every single fucking time you fight him. He's just a piece of shit and it's kind of great, but also annoying. So you really feel at the end, like, yes, just fucking murder this thing already. Fuck. And it's you do in like the best fucking way ever. I don't know. There's so many things about this that like if you're a fan of three, it's so good. It is so fucking good. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I also really, really like resistance. I'm just mad that that thing's probably going to die in the next like week or two. This will be the big one. If we, I can find a game after Final Fantasy seven is officially out for everybody, like then it'll probably be OK for a little bit. But this weekend, I'm expecting I'm never going to find a game in that. And I'll never find a lobby in that game again. Um, I'm just going to quickly move on because I don't want to keep talking about this. And I could forever. I played Valorant, that shooter by Riot. That's in beta How is right that? Now. Here it's real popular on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, it broke some records, apparently. Um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, though, I feel like every two months something breaks. The there's record. a new record. You know, for you sure. know what I mean? Like that and just keeps happening. It's honestly kind of primed to with people being quarantined and sit up at home and stuff. So it's like definitely a good time to break records for sure. Valorant is very, very much Counter-Strike. Uh, it's quite slow moving. You can move even slower to mask your sound so you don't make any sound running. It has spray patterns you have to know to be decent at. And it relies on getting headshots or shoot or getting the jump on somebody to get any wins. Um, it's a pretty standard terrorist counter terrorist type thing. Like this is literally counter strike. It's a standard bomb thing where one side has the spike. They call it. They plant it in one of two sites, A or B, that they could choose. And the opposing team has to either kill them all so they can't, or disarm it after it's already been planted. Wow, you. If I had not been paying attention, I would have thought you were just telling me about Counter-Strike straight up. It is literally Counter-Strike to the point where it has a gun economy. It has a gun called the Operator, and oh it God. is it is the Op, basically. Um, and within that gun economy is where you buy different skill sets for or different skills for your uh, guys you're playing, your Operators or whatever. And they all seem to have similar-ish ones where they all have a grenade of some sort that is, like, a way to, like, control an area. Like, maybe, like, a smoke grenade or a grenade that, like, makes it so enemies don't want to pass through it because they'll be identified or they'll be tracked or they won't be able to see you. Or one, um, one of them has the ability to make, like, a smoke cloud that, like, she can see you in and she hides in. So if you pass through it, like, she can just destroy you, basically. Um, they all have, like, a wall-ish ability to, like, put up a 
horizontal wall to block either block people off or obstruct vision or like one of them's like a firewall another is one that's like toxic gases or whatever um and they usually have like a movement one as well there's one character that is primarily movement ones where she has like a move that propels her high into the sky so she can get on top of like high boxes and hide from people or whatever and like a dash ability kind of like a tracer but like you don't have unlimited (laughs) you don't have unlimited uses you actually buy uses so some of them only have like the ability to use a item like once or twice and you would buy that at the beginning with your gun set up and your shields or whatever so it is very much counter-strike where you play operators with different skills that you can also buy along with guns so it's if that Counter-Strike meets Overwatch, basically. Kind of, but again, like, the skills are bought, so you don't have free reign of them. Once you're out, you're out. And they all do have an, uh, uh, like, ultimate ability as well that is tailored to what type of character they are. I don't know. I think it's really, really cool, but it's definitely for people that like Counter-Strike and not people that like either Call of Duty or Overwatch. It is very slow. It is very tactical. If you don't like Counter-Strike, this isn't your game. It just isn't. Those other games are. So, yeah. What if you like Overwatch and you you were, you were kind of into Siege? No. Still no. Oh, it is literally okay. Counter-Strike with the abilities as, like, ways to kind of augment how you play, not determine how you play. What if, what if you like Overwatch? Okay. And and you weren't super into into like team fight tactics, but you like Animal okay. Crossing okay. and and Borderlands. The writing bugs you. Is it is it, if is this, this game? game this Sean is literally game. describing himself. This is just this Sean. isn't your game, Sean. I'm sorry. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So like, as somebody who's been playing a lot of Call of Duty this week specifically, because I've been just trying to grind out some weapon stuff. Uh, it was really, really hard. I like Counter-Strike. It was really hard to go back to that gameplay style where you have to rely on getting headshots or the jump on somebody. And even then, if you just like spray improperly, you're fucked. They're going to kill you because people have been playing Counter-Strike Sounds like get for good. years. I guess. The problem is, is that a lot of the people in the beta right now are Counter-Strike pros. So they are literally just cleaning up because they have been playing this game professionally for like 20 years. So I don't know, like, if I even want to bother until this game's out and other scrubs like me can play. Right on. Yep, that's all I've been playing. All right, John? Animal Crossing. Yeah, me too. I'm done. Oh, Yeah, you just finished the life? You're done life? I beat the game. It's done. It's over. Cool. Is this to do Uh, with eggs or something? No, 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 no. I, I okay. mean, I literally like I've never paid off end. My, they're ne- I, they're everlasting. They're everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I, I've paid off my house. Like it, it all the upgrades are done. Nice. And uh, why did you just like a uh, turn turnips? Was that the way? Turnips. Yep. Yeah, I've kind of gotten to the point. I've done so. I've done turnips twice now, obviously. Um, and it's it's kind of I I don't want to speed to the end. I might just not do turnips anymore. Turnips are kind of annoying, honestly. Not going to lie. Because I had like, like my price on my island sucked. Absolutely sucked. Yep. 
And then Reese found someone who was streaming who had 761 or 21 per turnip. That might be the and highest number I've ever heard of. I have never heard it, of over it was 700. Bonkers high. Yeah. So uh, I got in line to get into yep. their place, sold one bushel there. That got me 3 million bells. And then uh, that person a couple of days later had a 500 uh, price island. So I hopped or that was today, actually. So today I flew there and sold the rest. So I got 7 million bells this week. Paid off the last loan on the house, and then I'm like, okay, I've got four million bells in the bank. KK's already coming to the town. I like what my island looks like, and I've got all the villagers I want. What do I do now? Can I ask a question <laughs> it, as an outsider? How much is a yeah. usual price for turnips or whatever if seven hundred uh, so, high? So you buy uh, your turnips for any for a price between ninety and one hundred and ten. Okay, but you have to buy them in bundles of ten. So basically. 900 to 1,100 bells. Okay. Okay. And then the price for the bell for the turnips uh, is random on your, uh, on your island, but it's under like a bunch of predetermined patterns that people have figured out. And okay. it can range anywhere from like the lowest I've seen is 40. Oh, and the high. Hi, I'm Sean Booker, uh, proud owner of a 23. Ooh. <laughs> have had in the 30s on multiple occasions yeah ask the highest me anything I, the highest i know of on my island was like 130 uh and then yeah, i saw I'd say like, somewhere between like you know 50 to like under 200 is kind of your average it'll jump around unless yeah. you're on the in the pattern of it like it's gonna go crazy there yeah so there is a pattern that will saying, go crazy high so when my friend was saying something about like his was at 500 and something that was good yeah, that's really good. Oh, like, okay. If I yeah. see 500, 500 I'm like, I, I want to sell. I want to jump yeah. on that. Gotcha. Okay. I just didn't have any frame of reference. So. Yeah. Yeah, that 700 is the only 700 I've seen. That's true. I didn't know that existed. I thought the the like the record I'd seen people posting on forums was under 700. It was like high 600s. So. Yeah, 660 was the expected to be one. Was expected to be the high. 660, but like uh, we're, we're not sure anymore, basically. Yeah, but yeah um, no, uh, made, going made going to those bank. people's islands is miserable because of how long it takes. Yeah, especially if they just like open call and you're coming in and you just can't move like, yeah, th- that's kind of partnered with it. So there's the one thing of like, I don't want to end up where like you where you're kind of done. Like, I'm not I want this I game mean, to last a bit. I'm going to be real. I, I didn't feel there was much more for me to do anyways, other than just pay off the loan. Okay, I mean, I was just like, okay, cool. So the only issue I have right now is I'm waiting for recipes on a random chance to show up. So I either leave the, I leave just leave the game running in the background and go do something else, or I could play something else on my Switch. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, not telling like, you like to even play right Animal now, like, like, nor, like last last week I was playing Animal Crossing just to kind of putz around. This time I'm just I'm back to Voxelgram because I'm just like, eh, I don't feel nice. the need to play Animal Crossing right now. Uh. Like, I'll play it with my wife. I still like doing that. So I'm going to log in every day still to check. My wife. (laughs) Borat voice my wife. Uh, So I'll still, like, log in to, like, play to check the shops and, like, collect things and just, like, spruce up the house. But, like, otherwise for the actual, like, game cycle for it, I'm I'm over it. Right. I think it's just, like, different mindsets going at the game. Like, are you wanting to... Do you kind of need the carrot on the stick? Do you need to, like, be able to tie a bow on it? Um... You know, I, I would argue that Animal Crossing really tries not to be that. Um, mm. Hence the whole like 
things are on day timers and whatnot. Like you yeah. can't do this until a whole day passes. Like it tries to really spread it out. Um, and that's just how I'm choosing to play it. I, I, I'm not trying to like find my next game really quick. I, I want to be there for the holidays and stuff. That's how I, you know, I played the GameCube yeah. one, like new year's Eve. Here we go. Um, yeah. I'll, like I'll log in for holidays. Like I'm definitely going to be there for egg day just to see what the, the hell all this 12 day buildup was for better be good. It's, it's for another egg furniture piece from what I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's not going to be good, <laughs> but anyways, my, my original point was, yeah. So I did a uh, turnips again today, got a whole bunch and I don't even have enough creative ideas for what I want to do with all these rooms in my house. So like, I'm, I'm going to just kind of slow down on completing those ones. And I just like kind of customizing my Island. Now I like finding, you know, cool things for my house or cool clothing to find stuff like that. Um, it's definitely much more like a social thing. Cause like all my friends are playing it. It is crazy. Mm. Um, See, so yeah, I'm definitely going at it as at a slow burn on purpose. Yeah, so I'm I'm mainly just gonna like get it, play it to get like time event stuff. But otherwise, like I'm just it's just check in and done. It's gonna be it's gonna be like a mobile game for me from here <laughs> on out, basically. Makes sense. Yeah. All right, yeah, that's, that's all you've been playing this week. Pretty much, like I said, I'm playing Voxelgram right now just to kind of putz through the last 25 puzzles. That's about it. Uh, I've been wrapping up a bunch of stuff this week uh, just in time for Final Fantasy 7 to show up Ooh. delayed because of the virus. Uh, mm. So I can't wait to have this whole weekend of reading on Twitter how much fun I'm not having. Um, but I finished Doom Eternal. Um, oh, I finished cool. that Borderlands DLC. Uh, nothing really much else to add about that. New thing I played this week was Totally Reliable Delivery Service. Um, which this game was free on Epic, it, you know, it was on Game Pass, so it was pretty easy to get a hand of. Um, this is Gang Beasts, if they kind of added, like, a like a mission mode to it, like an actual, don't just fight the other people. I heard this is kind of like Human Fall Flat. Yeah, which is kind of like Gang, gang Beasts. Gang yeah. beasts. So, uh, when I say Gang Beasts, I mean, like, it is super... Uh, physics based and the characters kind of control like socks full of sand that just like flail around um you know you're you're basically a sentient wacky waving arm inflatable tube man um but in this game uh you need to deliver packages um so so you know you have to like pick up the package you can raise it above your head just like you know gang beasts and you have to bring it to a certain spot delivery spot a lot of times it'll be like, hey, why don't you you have to put it on a car and drive it over there? And to be fair, you actually don't have to put it on the vehicles a lot of the time if you can just walk it over there. I don't know why you would. I, I wouldn't go at this game with a like, I need to complete everything. This is serious business since it is just the goofiest, wacky thing. You should really lean into that. Um, for example, every like town and city and island you go to is like a joke on butts. Butts is a really like recurring gag in this game okay um but yeah so you get vehicles and the vehicles are all like manual controls as in like you need to go to the front of the car grab the joystick and then move your arm to drive the the vehicle uh this is the same if you're in a helicopter in a plane i think being on a helicopter is impossible to get any of those deliveries done because the delivery, the, the packages themselves also have physics. So when you like tilt the helicopter to go somewhere, the package just like falls out. 
um, and that's absolute nonsense. But I was, but it has co-op. Uh, the co-op is uh, pretty rough. Even like when you're on the main menu, it straight up says like, "Hey, there's going to be a lot of like latency issues, so get ready for that." If you're hosting mm, it, it's great. fine. But anyone else, it's pretty rough in a game that is already like this controls so difficultly. Uh, mm-hmm. Adding a bit of like stuttering in there makes it just even harder. Um, but like, you know, it's a, just a giant physics sandbox. So there's a lot of fun to be have, uh, things exploding, lots of just goofy stuff. You're delivering like an ice block that just slides around. Um, what else? There's like loop de loops. You can get rocket cars while you're trying to deliver stuff. Uh, like I said, driving on the cars is pretty difficult because there's always like a kind of a bed to the truck, but stuff will fall out of the bed. So a lot of the times what we have to do is like, okay, you stand in the bed of the truck holding the package. I'll drive. And then at some point your car is probably going to flip over because they, they control so poorly. So it is just silly and wacky. Um, but it was a good time. Like I was laughing a lot. So that was, that was a fun time. Um, it was on game pass. That's how I ended up playing it. But like I said, they, they kind of dropped it for free in a bunch of places. Um, and it has like a ton of DLC. <clears throat> cool. Uh, so that's kind of their, their revenue model. But yeah, that was a totally reliable delivery service. Uh, and that was all I had been playing. So let's do some news. Oh, cool. Hell yeah. So remember how E3 was going to just have a digital show thing? Yeah, they ain't doing that no yep. more. <laughs> oh. So uh, they got disrupted apparently because companies have been planning their own thing anyway. So they're just kind of like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, you guys do your thing. We'll see you next year. And they actually have uh, next year, June 15th to 17th, 2021. They're still planning for right now that they're going to be there next year but we'll see yeah that's true i'm kind of in a like i'll believe it when i see it yep thing because after this year um one sentiment i heard was do you think they had to cancel this because at e3 they charge exhibitors to show up there like they charge you know microsoft and sony to come to e3 and and be a part of that thing do you think they tried to charge people to be a part of their online presence that's oh, totally yeah and probably and everyone was like are you joking yeah that's uh, hilarious <laughs> um I, no way to confirm that i just heard that as one idea and it's i bet they did i bet they yep. totally tried to charge people to be part of their digital e3 and everyone sure. gave them the uh, politely gave them the middle finger and said uh we have a webcam we can do this ourselves with twitch yep all those companies have their own twitch page and everything like they could literally just do they could get one of their interns to hit start streaming and play a video it's fine and i mean companies are already doing it we're going to talk about inside xbox in a little bit um this is the second time they've done it done a like from home xbox stream um talking announcements and whatnot like they're, they're they're fine yeah yep uh But anyways, yeah, why don't we just talk about Inside Xbox? I just mentioned it. So there was an oh, Inside okay. Xbox uh, stream this week where they talked about a, a few new announcements. Nothing really major. Um, but I got the list of things that they did talk about uh, that we can kind of run through. Uh, Forza Street, that like kind of budget Forza game that's on Windows <laughs> is coming to yeah. mobile. Great. OK. OK. I mean, if it has achievements, I'll download that on my phone. Sure. <laughs> why not? Uh huh. Uh, Human Fall Flat is getting some DLC. I actually might check that out because why not? If if it's free, which I think it is for Game Pass subscribers, they said. I think so. 
makes sense. Uh, they spent a good chunk of time talking about Gears Tactics. Good, good. Glad to hear about that. Which uh, that comes out uh, on PC at the end of the month, uh, console later this year. They said uh, they just they kind of talked about the story a bit. It's going to follow Kate's dad. Oh, oh which, which was kind of interesting. That's the main character. Yeah. Uh, Kate Neat. being the main character of Gears Five, um, but I'm still I'm still kind of looking forward to that game. I'm I'm curious. I like tactics. Yep. I like Gears. And there's like, nothing else not? coming out anymore, so why not? That's true. We were recently talking. Is like anything else coming out? And this is the only thing I could come up with. Yeah. Uh, they talked about more Sea of Thieves, which okay, whatever. Hotline Miami is coming to the Xbox, which I. Was surprised to hear it wasn't on the Xbox. Apparently it's already True. out there now, so. Yep, that was like out now somewhat. Uh, they added some more games to xCloud, so if you have access to that, there's some more free games. Those including uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, Unraveled 2, and The Sims 4 are now on that. Hey, cool. Uh, what else did they talk about? They gave a release date, Minecraft Dungeons. It's coming May 26th. I might just play that since it's going to be on Game Pass. Yep. And I like co-op games. I accidentally pre-installed it already, so. <laughs> How do you accidentally pre-install it? Because I thought it was out because it had a little thing there. So I was just like, yeah, I'll install that. And I clicked install. Okay. Um, and that was kind of the big stuff. Oh, Journey of the Savage Planet is on Game Pass now. They announced that a couple days ago. Um, I'll probably be playing that this weekend. Cool. Uh, all right, moving on to some Stadia news. Uh, out of nowhere it still exists it still exists there's your news there's your stadia update you can still be a part of stadia um they're giving away two free months to anyone if you want two free months of uh stadia pro Uh, i do you know they kind of do the whole thing of like as everyone is staying home we wanted to help out and you know everyone's kind of giving away free stuff these days um so yeah if you want to try out stadia you got two free months of pro uh you just need a gmail email address i think and then you're good to go I can play that guilt game. Yeah, you could you can play that guilt game, which I don't recommend, but maybe you'll be into it. <laughs> I do recommend SteamWorld Quest is on there. I have that, that game's fantastic. Yeah, I do. I also recommend it. Yeah. So there's a few there's there's like a handful of games on Stadia Pro um, Grid Thumper. I don't know. I recommend SteamWorld Quest. You should play that one if you haven't played it. Now it's kind of free right now. All right, this is probably the biggest news this week. Uh, Sony, out of nowhere, actually, it was actually the day of the Xbox, the Inside Xbox event, which makes you think, were they like, wait, when's the live stream? All right, two hours earlier, let's drop this news. <laughs> um, the DualSense, they announced mm-hmm. the PS5's controller. I'm I sure you guys have seen it, right? I think it looks you think it looks well, Really? Or, yeah. I don't mind it. Yeah, why? Uh, I think my main issue with it is that I don't like the two-tone look that they went for. I think the mm. the, ma- the major white with the minor black makes it look awful. It looks like a cheap third-party controller. I think if okay. it was a even I think even with just it being a solid color or like uh less variance between the two colors, I think makes a big difference. There were some people did prototype like photoshops of it where they had had it in just in black or like light black and dark black and it looked so much better. Okay, so you're just design design wise, you don't like the colors, but I don't like the in colors. terms of the controller itself. The controller well, itself probably fine, but it looks really weird with the current color scheme they went with. Okay, I what and what were you were gonna say, Paul? I think it looks fine. I don't mind it. 
That's it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I don't on that side. I actually kind of like it because like we never kind of get this. It's always like one color, usually black, right? Yeah. Out of the box. Um, so yeah. I, like I'm for it. It's not my favorite two colors, but I, and I'm sure that well, I was about to say I'm sure there'll be other color combinations in the future, but knowing Sony, there won't. And Xbox <laughs> will have a bunch of cool colors. Um, but hey, maybe that'll change in the next generation. Maybe they figured that out. Maybe PS5 will bring new colors to the controllers. They were waiting for next gen. Sony remembers colors actually exist. Yeah. Um, we should talk about some of the differences, though, between the uh, the DualShock 4 and the Built DualSense. in a microphone. Yeah, mm. what, do you guys, what do you guys think? Great. Uh, give me the option to turn it off either with a switch or just straight up in the menu of the system, and I'm fine with it. Yo, these I'm, color I'm, things that people have photoshopped are dope. <laughs> yes, aren't like I'm not wrong, right? Like they look way better. Like even just the black one is like, yo, it's pretty good. <laughs> Sorry. Go on, Sean. Uh no, I was just going to say with the micro- microphone, I'm sure there will be a setting in the uh like the settings similar to how cuz I have the PlayStation I hooked up and there's just a setting yeah. for like don't let that use the microphone. So I yeah. said it'll be like that. They even kind of said in in their like little blog post, you know, it's great for some like short little sessions, but if you're going to be like voice chatting for a while, you probably want a headset, which makes you think it's not a good microphone. Mm. Um, but I mean, like, why not? It's not like I'll just use my my good headset. So why not? If it's going to have more people getting in there, sure. Sure. Um, there, so it's not called the dual shock, which I thought was pretty interesting since they've always gone with dual shock. Uh, the mm-hmm. reason they're calling it dual sense is because of the sense of touch, um, because it has haptic feedback, which is basically just HD rumble from the switch. Yep. That's about the main, main change that they're really focusing on is, is the improved rumble. The triggers are going to have rumble, which the Xbox one triggers had rumble and those are pretty cool. Okay. Uh, they have a create button instead of a share button. So they're kind of doubling down on what you can kind of create and share. They're going to focus on that a bit more. Mm, Okay. Trying to think what else is really new about it. Uh, the light bar is on the sides of the touchpad. Kind of makes more sense. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised they kept the touchpad. Yeah, me too. I figure at this point, well, cause the, it makes sense because there's going to be backwards compatible PS4, right? Well, oh, I assumed yeah, they I would just so. support the PS4 controllers since they're Bluetooth. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, like, you don't want to make your customer have to go out and buy another controller. Well, I figured they could have easily, like, because for the most part, like, they could say, like, it supports all games except, like, a couple that use it as, like, a swipe. Otherwise, most of the time, it's just, like, one, it's like a button press instead of pause. There's a fair amount of games that use it as two separate buttons, like the left side and the right side are separate True. buttons. True. I hate that. Right. And I could I'm see not saying it's a good feature, but I'm just saying it is, it's there. True. Right. I, I would have assumed they would have just mapped those to two other buttons in some way. And then they've solved that problem. That was, that's my guess. I don't know. Um... Yeah, that was, that was probably the big, the biggest thing. It's a lot curvier than the uh, DualShock 4? I don't know. Yeah, uh, USB-C? New... That's good. It, it is nice to see a change, considering that I feel the jump between two, 1, 2, 3, and 4 aren't all that different. So it is nice to see something that at least looks visibly different. 
I think four was a, a jump. That added the the touchpad as well. I think four yeah, was a jump. Like that was the that was the biggest jump, but it's still like aesthetically was the same shape. Like this at least looks like it has a slightly different shape. I like that it is a, a jump at all since the Series X controller is not a change for the most part. It's really not. Um, yeah. I mean, I already like that controller a lot, so I'm I'm fine with it. Um, but it's just not a very exciting just to have a bunch of more controllers look the same. I, this is just this is arguably much more exciting because it's different. Uh, USB-C. I don't know. Where do you guys land on the double uh, A's versus rechargeable battery? Well, I have a PS4 controller that never that the battery died in and I can never use again. And so I'm kind of pissed about that. I like the yeah, option to are... use both, so I like the battery ones, and then buying like usually a rechargeable battery for it. That yeah, I mean that's best. the way to go. Is you get a rechargeable double A, and you have the best of both worlds. But yeah, yeah to, to to John's uh, problem, that was kind of the notorious thing is if yeah. those batteries do go, and, and that could be the thing that usually went f- first. You yep. can't use the controller, and that yeah. sucks. Like I can't yep. even use it plugged in, which is frustrating. Yep, it's just a useless I... hunk of plastic. I do like that it is a um, USB-C though and not micro USB because fuck yeah. micro USB. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I am kind of curious uh, that with the light bar on the sides, I'm wondering if it's still going to be on the like top of it that faces the TV. Because the PlayStation I looks at that for VR games. Ooh. And looking at this, like, they do have a shot that you can kind of see the top, but you can't really see the light underneath it. And, it, and if it, even if there is some light coming out of there, it's definitely a lot smaller than the, the bar right now. So I'm kind of curious what that's going to be like. Or if maybe there's something on the internal that's just going to, like, connect better and they don't need to be having it look with the camera. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, then there's the new controller. Uh, and then some smaller stuff. Disco Elysium is coming to Switch. I was kind of surprised to hear this, but as someone who hasn't played Disco Elysium yet and wants to, yeah, maybe I'll just play the Switch version. <laughs> sure, why not? Um, according to the developers, it's going to happen soon. That's basically kind of the news there. Okay. Tell me about this uh, other last... thing. What the hell is going on? Yeah. Um, John, yeah. did you look into this Cooking Mama thing? Yes, this is this is a thing. This is quite the thing. Where the uh, fuck do we even begin? Uh, so there is a new Cookie Mama game out, sort of. Uh, it came out and then immediately got removed from shelves and also removed from the eShop. Okay. Uh, this is on the Switch. This is on the Switch. Yes, Cookie Mama Cookstar. Uh, it was supposed to come out the same day as Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal. At least that was the speculation. It was supposed to be like somewhere in in March. And then it just kind of, no one heard hiding a hair of it. Shops got it in, and then but they were all small quantities, and then just no one saw anything again. Uh, the game apparently currently overheats switches and or drains batteries super fast on the Switch. Uh... Apparently, uh, there, there's a lawsuit going on between the devs and the license holders. There's just like a huge mess. Uh, there was talks that it was actually mining cryptocurrency while the game was running. That's why it has an always online re- requirement on the game. 
It's just right. like so to to expand on that specific part because yeah. I kind of read like these two articles I've linked here that kind of go a pretty deep dive. One of which includes an interview with the developer. I guess when it was marketed, the person who was marketing it just threw that it was a crypto mining game in there just to kind of generate buzz because investors would want to hear that. Oh, yeah. Back when like everything was a crypto mining thing, the developer yeah. said it is not crypto mining. Um, but a lot of people kind of blew blew up saying like, yo, this thing is overheating my switch probably because it's mining crypto while I'm playing it. Um, <laughs> the developer said that has never been the case. It's just really unpolished and the way on like the unreal or uh, maybe it was unity. unity. It's unity. Unity. It was being run. It was it was just not a very good streamlined version of that. Uh, it, it was new devs their first time making a game. Uh, apparently, I think they were mobile devs. Otherwise, they used unity. And uh, they took they whatever they did for optimizing either was the cryptocurrency thing. Oh, no, no. So it wasn't that it had cryptocurrency. People just assumed that it had blockchain technology in it. So they were trying an idea where they could make each person's like game slightly different based on actual like blockchain tagging to see what version of the game you had, essentially. But uh, that got cut out early. And as a result of poor optimization, it actually just destroys the battery on the switch. Like it just does a number on it. So right now, no one knows if this game is going to be re-released or if that initial run of the game is that's it, because no one can get it digital at the moment, and you any shops now seem to be sold out of the physical copies. Uh, it also sounds like um, people aren't one hundred percent sure who made this game slash is the publisher developer yeah. like who has there's, the there's rights to three it three studios listed on the game and everyone's been kind of cagey about which one actually made it yeah and it sounds like a lot of the it's like you know they'll be like you know this studio is on the box but it's not on their website and they don't mention it but in the game on the menu they mention this studio and this studio like it's a, a whole bunch of like who is actually behind this game uh, that's one of the questions. And then another one of the questions is like, who even holds the IP rights? Cause apparently um, the original cooking mom and developers called office something. Yeah. Uh, office office create. create at some point basically said, no, don't make this game. But then the publishers like went ahead and did make the game. And then it like, that's part of the reason why it got pulled is there's like a, no, a we told you not to make this game. Um, so there's a whole bunch of just weird stuff going around. I think it's also funny that this is a cooking mama game of, of all things, of all things that have like the biggest controversy in gaming so far this year. It's cooking mama. Yeah. So uh, if you want to kind of get into the weeds on what's going on, there's a pretty good article over on IGN about it. That's the one I kind of read through again. This is cooking mama cook star. Um, just a weird, weird game. news yeah. story. I shockingly got a copy of it. Wow. Nice. EB gonna... had it on their website to order. I got it mailed to my house. It arrived today. Nice. Are oh, you going nice. to like never open that thing? As like I, it's, a already, weird... it's already open and installed on my Switch. Okay. Yeah. Does it make but your yeah, Switch run? I, I do expect... I, I, haven't, I haven't run it yet. I do expect it to be a collector's piece. I do... Um, if it does not get yeah. re-released, I do expect that thing to go up in price like ridiculous. I've heard it's already, the prices already, already going, going for up. pretty crazy on eBay, yeah. Yeah. That's a weird thing to just own. That's yeah. <laughs> there's a story behind that for sure. Yep, that's a cool one. All right, that's gonna do it for news. Um, let's do some questions. 
If you want to send in questions for the show, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. I will read this first one from Newt Field. Is there a game that you were looking forward to that because of this epidemic was either canceled or delayed? I wanted to see uh, what Last of Us Part 2 was like. I mean, that's going to be the big one, I feel, for people. is just That was the one of the few where they said, hey, straight up, like this, we're getting delayed and we don't know when because of this. Yep. I feel like everything else is still currently coming out. It's just that they... Uh, like if you're only looking for the physical copies like I am, it's going to be harder to get. <laughs> yeah, it's a rough time to be you for sure. For yeah, collecting. But like for standard standard consumers, you don't have much to worry about. Like Last of Us is the only yeah. like big AAA that's got that issue so far. And if we're yeah. lucky, it will be the only one affected by it. Yep. I bet there's more coming. Yep, I agree. Like there has to be, right? If, it, if this um, goes long enough that it actually affects the release of the Series X and the... Uh, in the PS5, then mm. yeah. Wow, yeah. I didn't. Even I don't think that's that. gonna happen. I think I think knows? that could happen. I think it honestly could. It just depends on how if there's like a resurgence of the uh, the virus. I mean, we're not. We have no way plateaued yet. So no, yeah. A, a resurgence. We're not even at that point yet. But I'm, um, I mean, more so. I'm more so referring to like uh, place like China with where production for a lot of these things. I, I see. From. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my answer would have been Last of Us 2, for sure. Yeah. I was excited for that. And that would have been next month. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Suku Suku writes in and says, does Mewtwo have teeth? Sean? This is your they, favorite Temtem, so, so. My favorite Temtem Mewtwo. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that. It was my starter Temtem. Yeah. Uh, can do all the cool psychic attacks, weak to lightning. And you know how it goes. everything else um, yeah um th- someone then posted a a screenshot from detective pikachu showing that mewtwo does have teeth i would have guessed oh. no but that screenshot ha- ha- he has teeth i'm just gonna I guess the question is mewtwo like, teeth no don't do that man safe search put that on fast that, that is that is a safe search category oh i think there's a lot of weird pictures here <laughs> Well, Paul, you've done the research. Does Mewtwo have teeth? I don't know. <laughs> John? I'm going to say yes. I guess the question is, should Mewtwo have teeth? Probably. What if he wants to eat a tasty burger? I feel let, like let, a burger Let Mewtwo eat a tasty burger. I, I am, yeah, that's true. Couldn't he just mash it up with his mind? I mean, yes. But, like, what if he wants to eat a carrot? Oh, shit. Harder. Baby food. Yep. Baby food. Mewtwo's just really into baby food. I got uh, next question comes to us from Hebrew Lantern. What are some of your favorite conspiracies, video game and non? Polybius. Yes, that's a strong one. That's a great one. Uh, the Phantom is another strong one. You guys should say yep. what the conspiracies are. So Polybius well. is a was an unmarked, well, according to lore or whatever, in Portland, Oregon, in an arcade. It was an unmarked uh, arcade cabinet where kids that played it would go missing sh- shortly after. They got addicted to it, and Men in Black came to service it often. Yeah, so it was said to be like a CIA or FBI, like L- like an MK Ultra mind, mind device. Control testing yeah 
Yeah. Uh, the Phantom was a uh, a Phantom video game console. It was supposed to be like this physical <laughs> yeah. box that was kind of it was basically the equivalent of like a Steam box, but in like late nineties, early two thousands. And it looked like it had all this ridiculous potential, and then they just the developers just said it was going to come out for about like eight years or something like that. Like they just it just it was the biggest piece of vaporware for gaming for the longest time. So not as much a conspiracy theory, more just like a crazy, like unheard of product. Sean, I don't have one. Any? I looked some up, and I did. I couldn't find think of really. What about non-video game? Cool. Yeah. Lizard people are Most usually are like funny sad. to me. I really like lizard people ones. Mainly that um oh my god, what's his name? The Facebook guy. I can't remember his name now. Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Yeah, Zuckerberg, how he's a reptile, and then it usually follows a picture of him looking like a robot or a reptile is usually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Fluoride makes you gay, that's always pretty funny. Yep. Turning the frogs gay. Yeah. That's a pretty funny one. There's a lot of theory going around right now that 5G, 5G causes yep. coronavirus. Causes coronavirus. Uh, like Woody Harrelson is on on this. Like and what? 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 Did I hadn't heard about Woody Harrelson being on this. James Woods, I had heard being in on it. James, apparently, a few celebrities. James are. Woods is on fucking everything. Nobody listens to yeah, that guy anymore. Which is why I wasn't shocked about that. <laughs> yeah. Did you see? There's like a list of like these all like correlate to different technologies or whatever spanish flu start of the radio 3g um yeah. the bird flu or whatever and they kind of match up a little bit but like only if you're crazy <laughs> it's really good <laughs> right sure sure yeah it's really good um uh vgc kenny writes with persona 5 royal out and from what I've seen of my roommate playing it, it looks better than the base game in a lot of ways. I have a question. The is there any value in a base game if the updated re-release is better? I'm going to give no. you the non-collector edition or answer. No, there isn't at all. Ooh. Yeah, no, he's 100% right. The only person, the only people who care about getting the base version would be someone like me. Someone who collects physical copies of games. There's no unless like they've literally changed things so much and it's so drastic a change that's worth going back to. And that it, there's so few examples of that. I can only think of one uh, Final Fantasy 14. And even then you can't play the uh, the base version. Oh. And I guess 15 also also had like an entire chapter redone because of a patch. Forgot about that. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, like it's just play the newer version. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm with on. I'm there too. Yeah, speedrunners. Any as well. reason That's why I'd true. want to go back? Speedrunners. Oh, speed good point. That's a very yeah. valid point. But like, there, there's so many few cases. Is what we're saying. The average consumer doesn't need to play the original version unless you can only get it because it's cheaper. Like, I'm sure yeah. the base version of Persona Five is probably going for like thirty bucks right now if you can find it versus the sixty for Royal. That's legit, actually. The base game being cheaper or like a cheaper way is definitely usually something at least but uh i mean if you can afford a new game you would should probably just get the new one <laughs> i guess <laughs> uh best feeder na says if you had to eliminate all of nintendo either all of nintendo's microsoft or sony systems and game libraries from history which would you pick and why 
this is a no-brainer for me, Microsoft, 100%. Yeah, I think it's I think it's easy, Microsoft. As someone who loves my Xbox. From their system? Yeah, if we had to take every game that was on their system, then yeah, it would have to be Microsoft. But it's only because Microsoft is like the newest out of these my, yeah, three, Yeah, theirs is right? the smallest of the three. Well, yeah. and also just because like well, okay, since Nintendo on, and Sony on, were there for so this, long, they established an, so much. This is an important distinction we have to make here. Are we talking Microsoft consoles or Microsoft period? Because that would count PC. For this argument's sake, I'm saying consoles. Only. I think I think it, I took it as consoles. They did two other consoles, so yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say Microsoft yeah. simply because it's the smallest number. Yep. Yeah, Who's that a, and like because Nintendo and Sony just have so much more history before that. It'd be yeah. like it, it. They they established so much, and you'd be getting rid of such like key tent poles. Who's so weirdo that picks Nintendo? Because I could see somebody just being like, I don't care about someone who just (laughs) hates Nintendo, I guess. I don't think anyone. That's the thing is like so many people hate Nintendo. What are you talking about? Who hates Nintendo? You have you not been on the Internet before? (laughs) Like, are you talking like a Sega kid? That guy doesn't even have a console anymore. (laughs) Sega themselves. I did see a pretty (laughs) good tweet this week. Um, It was. It, oh, what was it? It was like a, it was it was a Twitter account I follow that's like save you a click, and yeah. the the headline was the Mario Lego already has its first negative review, and it doesn't come out till August, right? So the save you the click was someone gave it a bad review because they wanted it to be Sega Lego. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. <laughs> that's pretty good. That was very funny. Um, yeah, the thing is, I don't think anyone says Nintendo because like. Since they're so focused on family games and like being able to be appealing to kids, like everyone grows up with Nintendo games. Yeah, right? and like again, they've got the longest history out of the three. Yeah. Yeah, Nintendo's like the there's no way I could do Nintendo. And then Sony's like the second closest. You do Nintendo if you're just a spiteful person. That's why I don't get I, I don't get just that like person. I hate video like, games or whatever. Erase yeah. history. <laughs> it's gone. But, so yeah, so come have been like all cartoons are bad. Yeah, no, they should stop <laughs> making cartoons. It's like you, there's no way you didn't grow up watching cartoons. Yeah, hate them. Uh, hate them. No fun for me. Linebeck says, uh, what is a game that people have thought for some reason you dislike that you actually like? Mario Sunshine, because I don't like 3D Mario games generally, and that's usually the one people all hate. And that's one I generally like. And I hate I hate every video game, so I don't have an answer. Everyone's, John, everyone's usually, everyone's usually right if that. they think I hate a game. Yeah. Well, you have your the Twitch the Twitch account, the Game Hater. Exactly. That's me. The Game Hater sixty nine, <laughs> uh, as it says on your on your Twitter handle. Um, I don't think I have an answer for this one. I don't think anyone's pegged me for that. People no. think that you dislike that you actually like. Hmm. I don't, like I like I legit can't think of anything because like. I had a weird situation the other day where like people thought I loved a game and I'm just like, no, it's all right. Yeah. I can think of the other way around for you, especially for me (laughs) that like people probably think that you hate that. You're just like, no, I kind of like it or whatever. Like I'm pretty sure Superman 64 is legit that right. 
for you. It's just You've, a fucking. It's a, just a hot mess. I enjoy. It's how a much bad a hot game. Mess it is. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing is that you enjoy. Game. You enjoy like the train wreck games a lot. So, yeah, I could see it. Actually, that's the next question. Best Veter says, "What's a game people have thought you for some reason you like that you actually dislike?" <laughs> there you go. There's that answer. There it is. Literally everything. Literally everything. Um, Zelda one. I really don't like that game. Mario sixty four. Answer for this one either. Mario sixty four. I think it's just because it's been made obsolete by all the other games. Mm. You're saying you'd actually dislike Mario sixty four? I don't like playing Mario sixty four anymore, primarily because I think it's just it's got Mario one syndrome. Like it's just it's outdone by every other game. Like I don't like going back to Mario one because there's better two D Mario's. Sure, I can say that. I don't really like Mario one either. It, I just don't enjoy how it plays. Oh, the easy one, Resident Evil four. People think because I like that series that I like that one, and I don't like that one very much. So that's why you thought you'd be okay with that. I was wondering about that. I was like, why did you say you'd be okay with a remake of four? That like I feel like that doesn't need a remake. There's no way they are not remaking Resident Evil Four. Are you kidding me? It doesn't need one. Like that was where they literally changed the gameplay to what it is now. There's there is absolutely no way they are. If, they and they also fucking re release that game every time they release every other Resident True. Evil game. They've re released They're going to that announce the Resident Evil Four remake and people are going to lose their minds and how excited they like, are. Like four, four, five, and six are going to end up on like the PS5 and Xbox One. It's just going to happen. Or, or Xbox One X. It's just, they're just going to like blink and Series X. As Thank soon you. as they you did it, you did it. They 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 tricked you. As soon as they remade the six, they got you. We got to go back. We got to go back. God damn it! We never even did the Ada <laughs> stuff. I don't know what happens to Ada. I don't know if I care enough to find out. I don't know if I, I was even gonna remember say, the plot cares? anymore. That game. Fuck Ada. Who cares? Ada has a grappling gun. That's pretty much all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, that's going to do it for questions. If you want to send in questions next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What is your game of the week? Re3. Animal Crossing, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Animal Crossing again. That's still everything I'm doing. Uh, all right. If you are a Blue Eyes uh, patron, ne- tomorrow I'll be putting up the uh, submission thread. So submit a game for us to. Add to the poll next week. Other than that, we've called it that tier. That's that's what the people chose. Because um, as you can see, when they submit it, sometimes they win. As as we are currently right now playing through Jimmy and the pulsating mass. Uh, so get excited for that at the end of the month. But we will see you guys next week. Later. Bye, everybody.